0: You are listening to the Mom and Dad Podcast.
1: A podcast about balance, growth, and navigating through your 20s and 30s.
0: Welcome back to the Mom and Dad Podcast.
1: Yes, welcome back. So today we are going to do a little bit different of an episode. We are going to dive into our relationship. So whether you want to know this or not, you're going to hear it.
0: You're going to hear it. It's been a while since anyone has asked us about it, so we figured we would just force it on you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but we kind of want to let you guys I don't know, let you guys get to know us a little better. Yeah. Cuz all of our past episodes have been just kind of or just heavy kind of <laughs> and just fact-filled. Yeah. So, this one's going to be a lot lighter and maybe a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna get into that and tell you how we met and just how we got to this
2: point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to for this one. Um before that
2: though, um, do we have any updates? Um, yes. Remy soccer ball. Yeah, the
1: soccer ball. Remy can kick a soccer ball. Oh. He's basically a genius. He just he loves to walk now, and he just walks around our house, yep. just, just waddling around. It's so funny to see, yeah. and just like this little human that just walks around.
0: Yeah, because when they're like, when they're crawling, when all they do is crawl, they don't know how to walk. They seem like fundamentally different from you. But yeah. then when they start to walk, it's like, oh, you're you're a smaller version of me, and yeah. you just walk around this house like you own the place.
1: You're you're a human.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely been interesting. Well, I, I'll, I'll be kind of taken aback when I see him like come around the corner walking. I'm like, what are you doing walking? You're, you crawl. You're a baby. You're a baby. <laughs> the audacity. Yeah.
1: It's so cute, though. Like just his chunky little self just walking around. <laughs> it's so fun to have him around.
0: And then kicking the soccer ball on top of that. It's a stuffed soccer ball. But, you know, obviously he's, he's not. I mean, I'm sure every parent, whenever their child has a small development, thinks. They're the smartest or the most talented kid in the world. No, he's a genius. He's a genius. He's a really, <laughs> he's a very smart, smart lad. Um, yeah, it's just it's cool to watch him learn new things, and then he gets excited. He always looks at us for like, did you see that? Or you know, like, are you you are gonna, gonna, clap gonna clap for me? me? <laughs> yep, That's always the thing.
1: Yeah, he. Yeah, I don't know where this kicking of the soccer ball came from, because I. I was planning on teaching him because my sister-in-law was like, oh, if you want him to, like, walk more, teach him how to kick a soccer ball or something like that. And she, like, sent me a video. So I was, like, planning on doing that. And then he just, like, started doing it. And he is walking a ton more now. Yeah. So ma- maybe it helped him.
0: He's even turning. Want to walk. Yeah, he's he turning. Turned. without falling down. So, yeah, yeah it's cool to watch. He's basically
1: a genius. So. Also, I am a little under the weather today. But we are trekking along. I might sound funny. Sorry if it's annoying, but...
0: I can barely hear it. I barely notice it.
1: I I feel like when you're the one that's sick, in your head, it just sounds more than maybe it sounds to you. Mm -hmm. But what I hear, I'm sorry if you hear the same thing. (laughs) So, just saying that. But um, let's get into this episode. Um, and I'm going to start it off by asking you or having you tell people how we first met, when we first met.
0: Yeah, so the, the first time we saw each other, well, the first time I saw you was at the music school orientation mm-hmm. at Portland State.
1: Yeah, so we both went to Portland State University and we both studied started studying music at the same time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it was interesting because I was kind of already on the lookout for you, which sounds which kind of creepy, creepy. <laughs> but let me provide context. So, there was on the campus of Portland State University there's the an Institute of Religion where members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints can go take uh, classes kind of in tandem with their, their studies at Portland State. And I had gone there before, you know, when I was just enrolling, and I met the teacher there, and he said, hey, there's another girl that's coming from BYU-Idaho, um, and you should, I think she's studying music, so keep your eye out for her. And, and then-
1: the reason you knew this was because my brother was going to Portland State, mm-hmm. but he was graduating. So he knew the institute teacher as well and told him that I was coming to Brooklyn State.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's all thanks to your brother. I yeah. think your brother has claimed responsibility for us ending up together oh really? yeah, I think I think he has hmm. at one at one point he mentioned that he felt fully responsible. okay <laughs> so, which in some ways he was I guess because that he was the part. that was the catalyst. Mm-hmm. We probably would have gotten to know each other eventually anyway because yeah. that same week. I started going to a new church congregation, and found out that you were also there. After I had, I think I. Anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. What I think happened was, I was sitting next to your mom at the music school orientation at Portland State, and I heard her mention BYU Idaho.
1: We were sitting right next to you.
0: Yep, I was sitting inches from your mother. Yeah, and then I. Heard I don't her mention remember. That you were on the other side.
1: But I didn't. I didn't know
0: yeah you didn't I was anything privy. about you you didn't know that someone was looking for, for me
1: you. <laughs> that's so creepy, but I
0: heard I heard b o u Idaho and then from your mom who was sitting six inches from me, and you were on the other side of your mom, and so I kind of like leaned forward just a little bit and like peeked were you around. there by yourself I was okay, yeah, I felt like I was old enough at that point to go to orientation <laughs> by myself.
1: Wait, I feel like a lot of other parents were there with this.
0: No, I, mean, uh, I feel like in college orientation, I don't know, I feel like it's fairly standard to not have your mom there with you. <laughs> but-
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like, I wasn't embarrassed then, but now I'm kind of embarrassed.
0: Yeah. I probably could have left out the fact that your mom was there with you. But it's, it's a very supportive thing of a mom. To yeah, do. no. Sorry. I mean, you had already been to college at another college, So was possibly ne- you know even less necessary. But you know, it's it's nice that you know you have that support. Yeah. Um. R- regardless, so peeked around, I saw you, and I was like, oh, that must be her. And then I didn't talk to you at all, and very well could have ended there. But then on sunday went to the new church congregation and then i saw you again and i then was when i kind of worked up the courage to say hey i s- noticed you go to portland state
1: i remember that exact moment we were in front of the kitchen doors
3: mm-hmm.
1: and i remember your bag specifically the ba- what what kind of style bag was it
0: it was It was a Mexican-style bag.
1: But there's a word for it.
0: I don't know. I have no idea. But I had just returned from two years in Mexico, and I did not get that bag during those two years. I received it before going to Mexico. (laughs) Before I even knew I was going to go to Mexico. Hmm. It was a gift. Oh, really? Yeah, from the missionaries. I
1: don't know why that bag just stands out so vividly in my mind.
0: It was a cool bag. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, it was cool. It had the I don't even know what type of pattern it is, but it's you know a threaded, it brightly colored. Yeah, it's stood Lots out. of different different colors. Uh, th- you know, th- the thicker thread that they make patterns with. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a cool bag.
1: Yeah, but you came up to me, and you're like, "Oh, you go to Portland State," and I'm like, "How would you know that?" And you're like, "I I study music there too," and I'm like, "Oh, cool." You know, like so that was our first. Like meeting—that's when we first met. Yep. Um, and then, when did you ask me on a date? How long after that was it?
0: I don't know, a year.
1: <laughs> a year after that?
0: It was a long time. No. It was. It was at least.
1: Six what year months. was it?
0: This uh, would have been
1: 2013. Okay. Yeah, it maybe wasn't right after, but I don't think it was a year.
0: I, it was it was several months. It was at least yeah. six months. I feel like it was at least six months.
1: Okay, six months.
0: So yeah, I asked you out on a date. Sunday date, you weren't really feeling it. I tried to, I was still briefly, re- you know, recently returned from a mission. And on a mission, the sort of the motto is, if it seems uncomfortable, do it. That was kind of like the motto that I lived by. And so I was just, I got back and I was still in that mode where I was just like, Okay, let's find anything that I can do to make myself uncomfortable. And, hey, that's a great idea for a date. You oh, know, my gosh. You did
1: not to, think that. I didn't
0: know. I'm, I'm being facetious. But I was always in that mode. And so I so thought. So that's why
1: you asked me on a first date? It was because you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable.
0: I'm going to do that. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. The date, the contents of the date itself. Okay. Where you don't remember what we did.
1: Oh, really? I remember.
0: So. I was yeah, uncomfortable. I you sing to. I was.
1: So your goal <laughs> was to make me uncomfortable?
0: I was not trying to make you uncomfortable, but my, my mentality at that time was so, I was very, like there, there's a stigma about recently returned missionaries from the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that they're awkward, right? They don't really blend into society well, because they've come from that. If it's awkward, do it type of mentality where it's like, if it's uncomfortable, do it. And so my mentality with the whole date was, oh, well, this will be fun. We can get out of our comfort zones together, which I'm sure was probably not your idea of fun. Especially nope. since we made like, what did we make? We made cards,
1: cards.
0: Handing them out to strangers.
1: Yeah, the, I don't uh, know what blocks. the cards, I think it was just like cards to tell them to have a good day or something. Yeah. And you, I think you had like a checklist of things that we had to do. And one of them was make the cards, and then we had to pass them out, and then we had to eat lunch with a stranger, and we had to sing to a stranger. Like, I just, let me tell you, (laughs) I was uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: Uncomfy. I don't know, you, you handled it pretty well. Even though I could tell that I was like, this is probably not going well, but she's taking it, you know, like a chance.
1: Well, I went along, but... I think, like, I wasn't, you could tell I was uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. But that was the whole But point. you were In my mind, yeah, it's like, get out of your comfort zone. That sounds like fun. So.
1: Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Yeah. So th- that up. day.
0: Luckily, there was a guy in the park, which was a fairly common occurrence for a guy in the park blocks to have a guitar. Mm-hmm. And we we sang something with him.
3: Oh, I was first. so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. That was, that, and knowing you now, like, looking back, I'm like, man. Talk about like the exact opposite of what she would want on a first date. This is your personality, um, but yeah,
1: yeah. So safe to say, first
0: the date. Grace, though, the funniest. I just remember this. I don't think I've ever talked about this since. On the drive home, though, we were listening to music, and we listened to that that Rascal Flat song, "God Bless the Broken Road" that led me back to you, or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And. You were like, I had an old Apple computer that only had this song on it when I was a kid and I listened to it on repeat all the time and I was like, It's a sign. <laughs> oh, no. the song is like, God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. And so anyway.
1: You thought that?
0: I again coming back from a mission, you you tend to, you know, look for like signs and, and miracles and stuff. So I was just like, Man, it's a sign, like this is meant to be. So, and then after that date. And then after that date, I texted you to ask you on a second outing because I, I figured you had this. so much fun on the first one. <laughs> and you said, Did you think that? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I thought it went, you know, in my mind at the time. I you I thought, thought
1: you were well. thinking second date is going to be way better.
0: <laughs> second date, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I texted you and... You gave me a hard pass. You said, Sorry. and then your reasoning, I was like, why? <laughs> I think I texted you like, why not? Like, why don't you go on a second date? <laughs> you said, I don't want to ruin the friendship. Oh, no. So it's like, I don't
2: remember that.
0: Yeah, I got friend zoned second date. Well, the second attempt. <laughs> and then I thought it I was over forever. That. But that just goes to show perseverance is a beautiful thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I guess what we're saying is Definitely I don't know, not. it's not your classical yeah. like love story, Hollywood love story. <laughs> you know, it wasn't love at first sight. Definitely not. Um, but I almost I almost prefer it because I feel like the process of us becoming really good friends first mm-hmm. and then Getting into a relationship, like, it was almost more of a smoother transition. And it's, I I prefer something like that. Just, yeah. like, really getting to know someone on a strong friendship basis and then, like, you know. Yeah. Having a relationship.
0: Well, you're like that to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you have a very, very close-knit group of your friends. And it's hard for someone else to edge into that group. Oh, do we have? <laughs> and I'm sure your friends will will appreciate that because, I mean, you guys are, you're like the most tight, like to this day, you're the most tight knit group of friends. Like, you're like the, you're like the friends from the Goonies <laughs> or like, uh, yeah, I don't know, the kids from Stranger Things. Like, you're like, I don't know. I just picture you as like this unbreakable band of. Uh-uh. Anyway,
1: that's nice.
0: Yeah, but that also comes with the fact that you're sort of exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to get in. It's a. It's a like, are you on the list? Type of type of uh, group.
1: Well, I think it's hard when you grow up with people like childhood friends. So you have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can stay friends that long, especially. So, yeah, Justin has this story of when me and one of my really good friends, we were at Portland State and we were sitting in the cafeteria or something and Justin came up to us and wanted just to talk to us and he could not understand anything that me and my friend were saying because we just had so many inside jokes and like shortened words and just...
0: Basically, spoke through a series of grunts. Yeah,
1: that's what he says. But
0: it was like I don't understand what would that start would sound a like. Sentence, and then you would both just start laughing. Like you wouldn't <laughs> ever explain anything, and I was just like, "I'm gonna go because I don't understand what's going on." Yeah. So, so
1: not love at first yeah, sight. Yeah, I didn't
0: get off to a great start, but for some reason, we just kept crossing paths, and then yeah. like obviously we were close friends, and I think you did need that because you you by nature need to feel very comfortable with someone before you start to kind of open up. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, one, you need to get comfortable with me, and two, you need to see that I wasn't a total square. Because, again, as previously mentioned, I was recently returned from a mission and barely awkward, Mm -hmm. as was evidenced by that first date.
1: Yeah, I was... Yeah, I wasn't into the
0: squareness. You thought I was a square. And then you saw that I had a tattoo, and... Obviously, members of the church don't normally have tattoos. And so you were intrigued, to say the least. And then from there, that was really when things started to... Like, a, a, a tattoo got my foot in the door.
1: <laughs> it was the tattoo.
0: I remember specifically that as soon as you saw that you started behaving a little bit differently to me after you saw that I had a tattoo. It's like, oh, there's a backstory here. You hasn't always been just as square. So.
1: I don't know. I've always... I've always loved—not loved, but I appreciate converts who come to the church just because, I don't know, like, they've experienced a world outside of the church and decided to, like, be a part of the church. Mm. So, I don't know. Something about that just really—I really liked. So— But um, after saying no to a second date, you started dating one of my friends. Yeah. So we won't get like totally into that. Justin and I, she was going to BYU and Justin and I decided to take a road trip to BYU as we were friends. He had his girlfriend and we took a road trip to BYU together together.
0: And I don't know why you agreed to come.
1: I don't know. Why did you ask me?
0: Well, I Were you
1: going to go with someone else and they dropped out or
0: I don't remember. How did I don't that even Why I think you wanted to visit your brother or something like that. You definitely well, didn't sure. want to go to be with me, like to hang out with me. Like that wasn't a part
1: the, of it. I actually remember not being super excited about the trip.
0: Every time we retell this story, it, it just g- it gets, gets a little bit worse. And worse. <laughs> like, new details emerge, and I'm just like, okay, mm. probably could have done without knowing <laughs> that. But,
1: but look at us now. Like, that's the thing. Just,
0: just a little dagger in my back each time.
1: Okay, we were friends. We weren't like crazy close friends. You
0: told me prior to that that I was your best friend. No. No. Post that.
1: Post scratch that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we go on this drive and I feel like that's when we really like became good friends. Yeah. Like spending twelve hours in a car together. And we didn't leave until six PM.
0: Oh, that's a story. And
1: I couldn't drive the car because it was a stick. So literally Justin by like 4 a.m., he's just going nuts because he's like trying to stay awake and he's like shaking. We were listening to the Champion song over and over Chariots again of fire. Chariots of Fire, over and over again, just like trying to stay awake, eating our, our apples and our
0: pineapple.
1: Yeah, and just it was scary. Justin, when he's tired and driving, is so scary.
0: Yeah, I mean, for you, that was a, a terrifying experience. But I've been in that situation more times than I care. Doesn't
1: about. mean it's safe.
0: Until I found, from your brother's recommendation, sunflower seeds. I, I don't get tired anymore. sunflower
1: seeds and podcasts. So sunflower seeds. If you're ever going on a road trip, just pop on one of our episodes and chew <laughs> on some some sunflower seeds.
0: Yeah, you will not you will not get drowsy chewing on sunflower seeds. Your mouth will be rubbed raw by the time <laughs> you get to where you're going. So you're, you're just
1: going. in pain the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that might be Inflicting <laughs> what pain. keeps you awake, but it, you won't get drowsy. So That's a much safer way to drive long distances through the night. And that was another thing where we left at a, at 6 p.m. at night after a really long day.
1: Yeah, I just gotten off work.
0: Yeah, and it was something that was like, I don't know, just a challenge that we I wanted to... He was, Undertake.
1: he was uncomfy. So he said yes.
0: Yeah. Still in that mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so
1: we go to BYU and we have a good weekend.
2: Um, just, it was like a full week. It was a week. Yeah. It was like all of spring break.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It was all spring break. Okay. So we were there for a while and it was really fun. All that. And then we leave, go back home. Now me and Justin are like pretty good friends. Like, we've had that journey together. Like
0: the drive there, we weren't really clicking. You were listening to the music too loud. It was hurting my ears. And you <laughs> kind of scared me as a person. I scared you. It seemed <laughs> crazy. Like, it seemed a little wild to me. But then on the way back, I feel like, it was when we kind of hit our stride.
1: Anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, so we get back. And what's next? What do I... I don't remember.
0: What did happen next? So oh,
1: so no. so You left. I left. <laughs> See ya.
0: Oh, I ended up not uh, very shortly thereafter. Completely unrelated. Ended up being broken up with.
1: No, no, no. I had left and then you guys broke up. Nope. You broke prior. up before?
0: It was prior because then some flames started to kindle with us after like a, like a month or so later. You and I were still spending a lot of time together. And then was when you told me, you're my best friend. Remember when you asked me for advice about getting closer to a guy that you liked After I had already told you that I liked you, and you're like, but you're my best friend. I was like, oh, I'm still in the friend zone. Oh, no. Yeah. That's another detail that we sometimes don't tell. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's better not to tell.
1: You know, dating is the worst, okay?
0: And it doesn't always happen, like, in the movies. So no. So we're just going to... Does
1: it ever? Maybe, know, maybe rarely. Yeah,
0: maybe this is the norm. <laughs> <laughs> it might be close to it. Probably not. I mean, ours was, I feel like, fairly, fairly unconventional. But
1: Yeah. So, okay, yeah, I've, I friend-zoned you a little bit.
0: Friend-zoned me. I kept trying. You were aware that I was being persistent. And then you're like, I'm moving to Italy for the summer.
1: Yeah, I'm like, see ya. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go find myself. <laughs> That's not why I went.
0: Is it not?
2: It's not. Okay.
1: That's dumb. <laughs> you spend your whole life finding yourself. Yeah, so I moved to Italy, and Justin is writing me.
0: And what were you he's, doing in Italy? Because
1: he's a romantic, he a romantic, and he writes letters.
0: he was a romantic.
1: And he... Was writing, what, what was I doing in Italy? Yeah. Oh, I was a nanny. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much finding myself because I was in, I was in beautiful Italy, Tuscany, Italy, but I was in the country and couldn't go anywhere. I didn't have a car to go anywhere. So literally the only times I would go somewhere was on Sundays and Saturdays. Some weekends I'd like just go off and go somewhere else in Italy. Anyway. I was mostly there nannying. <laughs> and Justin would send me letters and I would write him back and yeah, it wasn't like anything romantic. He would literally just write me letters. Like the the romantic part was just the letter part. You know, like you writing me letters, but they were like these long intricate stories.
0: They were they were kind of me attempting to show my quirky sense of humor. Yeah. Which I know didn't land.
1: And it went right over my yeah. head.
0: And you, I remember just getting your letters back. And you're like, your letters are kooky. <laughs> <laughs> kooky. I've never said that in my you life. You said the kookiest. I know, the kookiest? I know for, for a fact. You said your letters are the kookiest. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I was gosh. like, kookiest is not the worst thing she could have called him, <laughs> But it's probably not getting me out of the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So, needless to say... Didn't we draw pictures
1: um, on them, too? We were, like, drawing pictures back and forth?
2: Maybe not. I
0: I think I'm... Or maybe one of them. I remember including a picture of Fabio. Probably because you sent me a picture of you... Because you dyed your hair. Like, golden. And it came out way too gold. And then I printed I sent you, you a
1: picture and sent it to
0: you? Maybe you texted it to me. I think you were texting me at the same time. But you texted me a picture you of you. You were hair. texting me. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sent you one back of Fabio. Yeah, that's what it was. It was texting. I wasn't mailing pictures of Fabio. Um but I said you looked like Fabio.
1: Oh my gosh. And then I cried. Cause it was already super dramatic. My like, hair's
0: golden like Fabio. <laughs> so again, not scoring points. But then you, it's the time started to near when you were getting back and a friend so I was doing summer sales at the time and a friend on that I was living with um was also doing summer sales told me of his plans to go after you when you got back he's like I'm definitely gonna ask her out I was like okay I've been writing her all summer. Like in my mind, I'm like, I've been writing her all summer. What have you been, what work have you been putting in? And then you got back and I remember, well, you want to tell what, from your perspective, how the the reunion went.
1: So I was actually really excited to see you.
0: And don't forget the last part where you couldn't explain to yourself why. I couldn't
1: understand why.
0: You always include that, that. (laughs)
1: But it it was like so it was kind of weird because like we were friends in my eyes. Mm-hmm. We were friends. And I was like I don't know. I was just like I was excited. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Maybe the letters had some impact.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Maybe you started to grasp a little bit. They were hilarious. Those letters were so funny. Like there was some of my best work. And I I I felt like my creative juices were flowing. Possibly better at that time than at any other time. Wow. And I knew they were just going
1: straight Well, I still have them, so you can... We
0: can read through them. We can read through them. Maybe you'll find them funny now.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
0: They were very funny.
1: Now that I understand you a little better, I can read them. Yep. Um. But I got back, and the Sunday that I got back, I came into church, and Justin's sitting up front, not up front, but, like, close to the I front. I think I
0: talking with someone else.
1: Th- yeah, probably. And I come up behind you, and I tap on your shoulder. And I don't know, you, I don't think you knew I was back yet. Um, I probably didn't say, because I love surprises. <laughs> <laughs> so I come in, and I tap on his shoulder, and he turns around, and y- what, you were, like, were you shocked?
0: No. I, I, you were, I knew you were coming back any day (laughs) now. Yeah.
1: Weird way to put it. But yeah, he, I tap on his shoulder and he takes my hand and he gives me a kiss on my hand. And. Which I
0: still is probably the smoothest move I've ever made. Probably. Because I was just like, your hand was just on my shoulder and I think I kissed it without verifying that it was you.
1: No. It was
0: just. I think I saw you out of my peripherals, and then I just gave you, gave you a little smooch on your hand. <laughs> and I was
1: like, that would be really, I'm really weird. Thinking to
0: myself, oh, what if I, it
1: was like some like one of your friends? I <laughs>
0: I think I I had I had seen enough out of my peripherals to know that it was you. Okay. And you then, saw the
1: striking golden
2: the,
0: yeah, golden hair, <laughs> just radiant, beaming just golden, blinding yeah. your like, eyes. Anyway, um, kiss, and then
2: thought to myself. Oh, that was pretty smooth. Yeah. And then from there, what? How did? How did we? From there, I think we just started hanging out all the time.
1: I After think I that,
0: texted you, or you texted. Yeah, let's just say, give me some points. He oh. texted me, and then we went out to breakfast.
1: I don't remember that, but Is I remember you? the last night of summer.
0: We we're about we're getting ahead of ours. That's that comes. That's lighter. way out. Well, it's not way out, but it's a it's. So the first thing was, you texted me and you're like really wanting to hang out, and I was like let's go out to breakfast. <laughs> Give me something. Let me just go. Uh, this word. Let me. uh Why can't I think of the word? Exaggerate know. some okay. of the 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 details. But um, anyway, so you said hey. I'll go out to breakfast with you, but I'm broke because I just spent a summer nannying for pennies for the opportunity to live in Italy. And I said, I've been slaving away all summer, knocking on doors. Don't you worry. I got tons of money, which wasn't exactly true, but, you know, because you you don't get paid. Well, anyway, we don't have to. Where
2: did we go to breakfast? Yvonne's in Oregon City. a little breakfast diner. In Oregon City? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah, that's not a Maybe of, if I remember, remember.
1: <laughs> the place, then I'd remember the date, but I don't remember.
0: It's a little
2: like cafe place in Oregon City. It's in like old Oregon City down by the water. Oh, I remember. Yep. And your
1: shoes. I remember your oh, shoes.
0: my, ah, oh, what? Michel Domit. The, all the rage in Mexico City. The sweetest shoes on the, the coolest shoes ever. Now, I actually wore them when I went back to Mexico City, and everyone had stopped wearing them. Like, <laughs> it's just completely, they're completely over them. And so I'm walking around with these, like, year and a half outdated, outdated. shoes. And so I felt like a nerd, but I still like them. If I could get some more, I would, but they were expensive.
1: Yeah, I just remember your shoes. It's all coming back to me. They were, like, high top. I
0: forgot about those shoes. They were, like, high top. Like, full leather. Full leather, Velcro. Oh, they were so cool. I love those shoes.
1: Yeah, so basically, the whole story, like, the story part of it is from when we first met to basically when we started dating. Just the whole. It
0: was just kind of. Blah. Blah. (laughs) Yes. Until the. Until the engagement.
1: Until the engagement? What happened?
0: The engagement was pretty cool. But in between that, it was a lot of like.
2: Just dating. Back and forth, dating, just the typical
0: ebbs and flows of a budding relationship. A budding.
1: Yeah. So we dated. We got engaged. Oh, we dated. I moved to New York for a little bit while we were dating.
0: Stick around.
1: I, you know, gotta, gotta get it out, (laughs) you know? So I moved to New York and then I was there for a couple months and Justin surprised me there and, um, proposed. So, um, yeah, then we got married and had a baby. That's basically how it went. So.
0: Yeah, that's a good. Uh,
1: some summarizing of the last. Seven years. Seven years. Wow.
0: Wow. We've been married three years now.
1: Almost. I th- We're almost on four. Next year, next March. Like three and a half.
2: Three yeah. and
0: a half. Wow. That's crazy.
1: Leaning on four.
0: Four years.
1: That's a lot.
0: That is a lot. And I feel like things have first year was good of marriage yeah but we'd still had some do we want to go into that at all
1: um well we still had like some things to work out just like
0: we're very we're very different and this yeah, might be are. actually a good time to talk about the enneagram yeah um so we have looked into at various times in our relationship we've looked at different like personality tests just and just
1: Enneagram hor- horoscope
0: um myers Briggs love languages, yeah. stuff um more just for like fun, just for kicks mm-hmm. and then we found the the Enneagram we found this this uh, description of both of our types and uh for the Enneagram um mine is type two and it, which the Enneagram is, the- is is cool because it's got. I don't know. There's uh, every personality test it has its own thing about it that makes it cool. But I, I think the Enneagram is is good just because it helps you to see sort of or it helps you to maybe find like what you do best or like what maybe what you should focus on for like I don't know how to explain it. But um, anyway, mine is type two, which is called the helper, meaning I like to help people. Mm -hmm. Um, and you are type four, which is the individualist (laughs) spot on, meaning like the free spirit wants to make an impact, wants to, you know, feel like what they're doing with their life is meaningful, doesn't want to punch a clock type of thing. Um, but yeah, we, we came across this Enneagram pairing. Um, from the Enneagram Missed So for the two and the four. Yeah, for the two and the four. And there's a, there's a, it's just so spot on to our relationship. It's just really funny. So we're, we're going to read a little bit of it. Um, and yeah, I encourage you to, maybe that'll be our challenge for this episode to, yeah. to go through the Enneagram uh, test. And, and just for you fun. Are. Yeah, just check it out. Yeah. But you might learn something about yourself. Um, and, and potentially this, who you're compatible or not compatible with. And
1: this episode is sponsored by Enneagram.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can't say that. It's not. Um, it's not. But let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's hear it. So it says, what each type brings to the relationship. So this can be a very warm, even passionate couple when both parties continue to share their feelings openly, which is kind of funny because both of us are not very like into talking about feelings. Um, But it says both are seeking warmth and connection and both are willing to provide it when they are healthy. Hence, once they have gotten over the initial hurdles of intimacy, Enneagram twos and fours can be a safe place for each other to share their hopes, fears, and insecurities.
1: So this one, I feel like all the other ones that we have looked up, like for I'm a Taurus Mm -hmm. and you're a Libra Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and... Every time we look up a relationship between the two, it's like, this is the worst match that you could possibly put together. And, like, yeah. just like all hope is lost. So, this one was incredibly accurate, but it was also really hopeful. Yeah. So, <laughs> I liked this
0: one. Yeah. It was interesting because it talks about like the strength of the helpers that they're. Well, just read it. Patient. Yeah. So, so. They can be good medicine for each other. Twos contribute sociability and energy, giving fours the confidence to interact more easily with others. Twos are warm, outgoing, thoughtful and considerate, generous and encouraging. Twos are also practical and action-oriented, willing to pitch in where needed and to do the things that need to be done, no matter how unpleasant or unglamorous.
1: Totally accurate for Justin.
0: So to this mix, fours, now we're going to talk about fours. Fours bring creativity a sense of humor, a willingness to laugh at human foibles, and emotional honesty. They see their own craziness and their own falseness, and they do not try to varnish the truth of their quirks from themselves or from the two. Fours also bring a sense of beauty and of subtlety into the relationship. They care about how things impact on themselves and others, and so they go out of their way to arrange their world to be more aesthetically pleasing. Allowing the two to feel more relaxed and nurtured, which I think is pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Um, then fours also bring an emotional depth and sensitivity to relationships, a sense of mystery and unpredictability, which we've already talked about. That you were definitely kind of mysterious, kind of scary to me, which also unpredictable. P- unpredictable. I'm gonna move to Italy, and now I'm gonna move to New York. Um, just adventurous, um, and so. Fours invite twos to take a closer look at their deeper needs, the truth of who they are and what they actually feel. Um, twos appreciate the subtlety and nuances that fours bring. So that's kind of the 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 mix there. But the interesting thing about it is, you know, obviously you mentioned like Taurus and Libra, everything we ever read about it was like, don't date each other. Yeah. <laughs> but this one also kind of said that, but uh, usually it says usually twos and fours make better friends and colleagues than intimates, which you know we proven it wrong. Proven it wrong, but it says usually. But surprisingly, this pairing is rare in intimate relationships, which I feel like is is accurate because we. I almost feel like we. I don't know, like we pushed past an initial sort of like maybe you know maybe some doubts like maybe we are too different you know maybe we mm-hmm. shouldn't like we had a little bit of that when we were dating a lot of that a lot a ton of that yeah I, mean, I was trying to you know kind of minimize it but um we did have a ton of that during while we were dating so i feel like this is something where if we would have maybe read this before and realized okay maybe this person think maybe our personality types time. are not super well paired um maybe we would have thought twice but Luckily, we didn't, and we pushed past it. And I think that we now have figured out a way to balance
2: balance ourselves out. Yeah. Um, and I think it makes us a really unique
0: romance, mm-hmm. which to me is cool. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's kind of there's other other things to it. But yeah, look look at the Enneagram, take the Enneagram test.
1: But here's. The reason why I think we are so good for each other is because you were pretty uptight when we started dating. Mm -hmm. And I was on the very opposite spectrum of that.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And we just, like, needed each other.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And... We bounced each other out. Like, you brought some strictness to me, and I let you ease up a little Remember, bit. Structure. Structure to me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, like, I definitely think, like, looking back, how vital it was for you to be around. hmm So, and I hope maybe you can say this yeah, same no, for me. I, I definitely agree. Yeah, so... It was
0: something that I didn't think that I needed to relax. Yeah. Or I was like, I just, I need to be uptight or strict, I guess is the right word for it.
1: Yeah. So I, even though we had, the beginning was challenging, like the reward, obviously we still have things to work through, but the reward of now is really great. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm really glad we went through all of that because I feel like if I were to, if I would have been with someone who was a lot more like me, I may not be the same person I am today. That sounds dramatic, but um, to an extent is true.
0: Yeah. I think this podcast is a good example of how we balance each other out because I probably would not have started a podcast mm-hmm. like I, tr- I tried to be really entrepreneurial but I feel like by nature I'm uh, I'm kind of going against the grain of my natural personality and I feel like I'm better following someone who is just naturally entrepreneurial and willing to put themselves out there which um,
1: I didn't I would a couple years ago I would not have called myself entrepreneur entrepreneurial no. Which is interesting because
0: you've kind of gotten <laughs> you that? you've kind of gotten that from me, but it turns mm-hmm. out that you're a little bit more of a natural at it, and I feel like so you've kind of gotten that desire to be more driven or whatever, and then I've sort of developed more of a like just more comfortable following your lead on it as mm-hmm. opposed to. So I've I've actually become more relaxed in that sense, and you've become more of like the 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 pace setter, if you will.
1: I I guess I don't know.
0: Well, like just with things like this, where it's like trying new things, or because like you've you sort of tapped into that adventurous side that you've always had, and I've kind of tapped more into that. Calm down, relax, and enjoy life instead of like trying to just do 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 Mm -hmm. things all the time. And so we've balanced each other out. Which has actually worked really well for things like, you know, like, I I just feel like this is a really good example. The podcast itself is a good example of how we've both balanced each other out. And now you are able to be your best. You're able to do your adventurous side better than you ever have before. And I'm able to chill out while still being driven better than I ever have before.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So in the end...
1: It was all meant to be.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the moral, right? Maybe it's...
1: But the thing is, if I, if someone were to talk to me as me when we first started dating, it would kind of sound like, mm, maybe this isn't the right way to go. You know? Like, it doesn't sound right. So I don't really, I like, I'm, this is not any sort of advice because if you're in a relationship that's like, you're kind of doubting or anything like that, I'm not telling you to stay in it, (laughs) you know? Like the thing is like, even though we both had our doubts, at least for me, like you, you're harmless, you know? So, like, it wasn't going to ever be a case of, like, you were just mean Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know. It could, if you're doubting something, if I was doubting something and it was because whatever the doubts were, but you were also just, like, not a good person, Mm -hmm. like, it could have been a lot worse, you know? Like, you're really easy to get along with. Mm -hmm. And especially when we we started living together, like, You're really easy to live with. So like it just, there wasn't any issues there. So we could kind of just work through what we were kind of already working through.
0: Yeah. And it's a different conversation when you're talking about like when you're dating someone and you're not really sure if you're compatible, but like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like in our case, like we were compatible, like there were, there were sparks of it but we were very different when we first started dating and mm-hmm. i think that once we took the step to get married like i think we've proven that a marriage can grow if both parties are willing to invest in it mm-hmm. and i think that it it becomes very different like once you commit to marriage like it's it's possible To as as long as obviously if there's like abuse or things like that, that's a different story. But like when when we're talking about incompatibility versus you know trying to find you know Prince Charming or or, you know the perfect someone or the one, Mm -hmm. like finding someone with whom you really can you feel like is is committed like you are, I think is the most important thing at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um my bishop who's a a pat basically a pastor um one time saying to me before i even went on my mission before i met you or anything like that um he said trust he's been married for like 65 or 60 years no he's only like he'd been married for 50 coming up on 50 years now and um he said the most important thing in his relationship with his wife was trust and I've always taken that as as you know like love grows when there's trust. And I think that we've developed a a trusting relationship because we are both committed. So I think that's the most important thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, it's probably a good note to end on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. We um it. <laughs> that was a this is a different episode. We may like sprinkle these kind of episodes here and there. Um Aside from our just like self-help stuff, mm-hmm. but thank you for listening. Um, your challenge this week is to test out the enneagram or just figure out what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, test it with your with your partner, and yeah, that's your challenge.
0: Yeah, you I even mean if you don't have a partner, take the test. See if it might help you learn a little bit about yourself. Because there's definitely. I always see value in self evaluation. And I think it's a good way to evaluate who you are and maybe tap in more to sort of your natural tendencies. Finding and yourself. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. And we will see you guys in the next episode.